You are listening to Women Who Launch and Lead, the podcast for women ready to change the world by women who are changing the world. Listen in each week on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Breaker, or Stitcher as we connect with women making it happen in life, business, and career. Relate to their struggles, learn their strategies, and celebrate their successes. Then show your love by subscribing and leaving a review. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Hello, hello. This is Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon, and we are here today for another episode of Women Who Launch and Lead. And today we have with us Tanya Gilbert, who is the founder of Grow Girl. And at Grow Girl, she is working to develop women of purpose through mentoring, mental health and wellness education, and community outreach. And we're so excited to have her with us today. Thank you for joining, joining us, Tanya. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes, I'm not going to, um, we're not going to spend too much time on this, but I'm just <laughs> going to say, this is my line, sister. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting. I said, I hope she mentions that. <laughs> yes, yes. And, Reunited, um, and it feels so good. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Um, so we always start off with the, the same first question in all of our interviews, um, because I think it's important to, you know, find out who it is we're talking to and the essence of that person to kind of get a vibe for who they are, what they're about. So I'm going to start off by asking you that same question. Okay. Who are you and how are you impacting the world? Who am I? Well, the first thing I have to say is I'm a woman of God. I have spent most of my life just trying to find that spiritual niche. I've done anything from lead worship to uh, lead the children's choir. I was the youth leader. I've been in uh, marital enhancement, you name it. You know, my husband and I have done something in the church. Uh, We left Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is our home and moved to North Carolina in 2009 and I think my life took a turn then because it was more focused on my children. So then I can say, yes, I'm a mother. I'm a mother of three, I'm a wife. Um, I've spent most of my years as a physician assistant practicing in healthcare. And as years went by, I moved into naturalism. So now I'm, you know, I'm the oil lady and I'm the plant-based food promoter and, you know, and I, and I just wanna live a wholesome life. And I think as I transition into more spiritual spirituality uh, and more wholesomeness, I think that was where vision and purpose came in. And right now, my purpose is to lift us. You know, I, I have a strong desire and passion for women, particularly women of color. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a woman of color, so I can see our needs a lot easier, you know, than I can see someone else's. And, and I think that we are way too hard on ourselves, you know, and I think it's time that we enjoy the fruits of our labor as opposed to spending all of our time working. Mm, yes, that's, it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's, and it's powerful. And, you know, I think there's been in recent times, you know, just this focus on the need for um, cultural competence is really what it boils down to. Um, yes. And while historically that's been a focus in like education, but now the world is seeing that it's necessary in the corporate arena. It's necessary in 
how businesses serve customers is necessary and you know the 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 help services that are being provided to different groups of people so i love the focus on um you know helping women of color and you know that that's my focus as well <laughs> amen amen if you can't help yourself you can't right, okay. <laughs> exactly exactly so i you know i just i love that <laughs> i love that um, yes yes so how did grow girl get started like what's the story behind that there's <laughs> always a story behind it <laughs> well so people who know me know that i will get an idea and i will disappear for a day and and one of the things that god has blessed me with is just like a, a discerning spirit i may see something i may have a conversation i may watch a movie and in an instant i have an idea Mm -hmm. And I was in my bedroom one night by myself. Um, it was one of those, I'm a boycott the TV moments. Have you ever had that as the mom where it seems like everybody's watching TV and you're the only one who doesn't want to? Mm -hmm. So I excused myself and I went upstairs and I, you know, I found my little quiet space. And, and I just began to pray because whatever was going on that night, I know it was burdening me to pray, you know, about women. And I went upstairs, I began to pray. And when my prayer was over, I just hold the, heard the Holy Spirit say, get a pen. Mm -hmm. I went and got a pen and I just started uh, writing and it was no aim, no purpose, no goal, but I knew it was about women. And so the first thing I wrote down was what do we need? Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, why do we need it? Mm -hmm. And then I just started filling in the blanks. And the first thing that came to me is women of purpose. And I said, well, what does that mean, Lord? You know, you know, everybody talking about purpose and vision and, you know, the, you know, this is so played out in my head. I thought mm -hmm. I really don't want to go down that that road Lord, <laughs> Jesus yes so like can you give me another vision you know but he kept saying no 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 you know we'll get there just keep writing and the one thing he said is wellness mm -hmm. and I began to think of why it would hurt me so bad when we would have fried chicken as opposed to salmon at the church <laughs> uh. <laughs> that was the first thing why are we why are we serving fried chicken it's not healthy why are we doing this why are we doing that why don't we exercise mm -hmm. you know why don't we open up why aren't we transparent why do we yell at our children mm -hmm. why? it was so much by the time i got done i think i had five pages mm -hmm. and and i said now where do i start right and so I was reminded of when I was in school, there was this wellness wheel. Mm -hmm. It covered, you know, spiritual wellness, physical wellness, emotional wellness, financial wellness, environmental wellness, you know, and physical wellness. And so it just went on and on and on. And I thought to myself, even intellectual wellness, you know, we we're the most educated group of people, but the least respected. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to take that wheel and I wanted our life to look like a wheel. I wanted it to be a closed circuit. Mm -hmm. everything we need is in that circle and we have voluntarily placed strategically the people that we want in that wheel so when i look at intellectual wellness who are my smart people mm -hmm. financial wellness who are my financial gurus right right and why do i feel like i have to suffer without the knowledge or the information that i need and so i just started calling people hey i know you're good at this can i use you yes we have a workshop they slay and the women walk away feeling better right <laughs> and so once i did it a couple times i thought this is great the women were calling me oh my god i didn't know this and i didn't know that and and we felt good we felt lifted women were calling me guess what i did today i took a bath and i stayed in there for two hours <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm like, yes, now that is self-love, honey, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we are patting ourselves on the back for the small things. Mm -hmm. We are encouraging ourselves to be well, no matter what's going on around us. So that, that moment I removed myself from the living room and went upstairs, that was a moment that I stole for me. Right. That was a moment that I said, I'm going to be well in this moment. I'm not going to allow the TV or anything to, you know, distract me. Where, what do I need to be doing in this moment? And I went upstairs and wrote down the vision and made it plain. <laughs> yeah. So here's what's good about that is because you took that, it really was a small moment and a very mm -hmm. small decision to just go upstairs and be by yourself. Yes. You felt the need to do it. But out of that, Ooh. That simple act of obedience is really what it is. That's what it was. Um, came this vision that has now manifested into <laughs> something that is impacting women. Yes. And I am sure that where Grow Girl is today is not where you envision it to be in the future. And we'll get into that a little bit not later. Um, but the power and understanding that self-care is not just about getting your nails done, making sure you're cute and all of that, but it really is about allowing yourself to be, to receive so that you can then pour back out and building yeah. yourself up and kind of refreshing and reigniting, you know, dead fires <laughs> that are inside. Say it, say it, yeah. yeah. So that is really, really powerful. So yeah, we have to make the moments. We have to create them. We do. Mm -hmm. Yes, ab absolutely. Because if we don't, they don't, they don't happen. Because oh, they don't. And, and, and if you don't know what you need, someone will tell you. Right, right. Or if you don't know who you are, someone will tell you. <laughs> Yes. yes, because you know we're super women, right? Of course. <laughs> and yeah, if someone tells you you can do something, then you're like, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, or even if you don't think you can, go and try it just because somebody asked you. And every time we step okay. up a role, we, we kind of solidify it so people continue to have the expectation. And, you know, superwoman doesn't typically get hurt. She doesn't cry. Um, she doesn't even really get angry you know no. she just does and she serves and she helps and nothing like no one is doing the same thing for her and you just described the black woman mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and we we do we do we do we're just doers you know i think of the proverbs 31 woman how you know we even today i read proverbs 31 and i think there's no way in the world i could be her or, or accomplish all of that mm -hmm. in 24 hours right right and, and and you know it did the bible didn't say it was 24 hours but it sure did sound like it when you right. read it like she gets up early and she got all of that done in one day you know right. and so i just i just think about it like we are doers we're mom we're you know we're the cook we're the, the mm -hmm. we work we're the church lady we're we're all these things but what are we to ourselves right Right. And that's what we need to figure out. Yes. Yes. So in Grow Girl, um, who exactly are you serving? And then how are you serving them? Right now, we're so serving women and girls. Our girls actually start in seventh grade. We haven't gone to the elementary schools yet, but 
when we go into the classrooms, um, we're usually mentoring to, during like a lunch hour mm -hmm. and we'll maybe cover like 45 minutes of one of our areas of wellness. Um, for example, we did physical wellness as our very first event at one of our local high schools. And we talked about hygiene. We talked about what are you putting in your body in terms of eating? What, you know, do you take baths or showers? And, and, and you know, how are you creating a vi environment of peace along the way mm -hmm. you know do you choose foods that make you feel like stronger or do you choose foods that make you feel tired and weak in the middle of the day mm -hmm. and then we talk about certain foods we talk about certain things that you sh should do sleeping eating you know even the colors you wear right well you know we talk about emotions and how that affects our physical you know well-being mm -hmm. so the girls they i kind of tricked them with some of the physical uh foods <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> the foods that are, you know, good for your physical body. And, you know, I gave them some plant-based uh, chocolate bars and I cut them up in little squares and put them in some mason jars and they were just loving them, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the session, I said, hey, ladies, do you know what you're eating? <laughs> mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, Ms. Gilbert, please say it's not those protein bars, <laughs> you know, those plant-based protein bars. And I'm like, actually, they are. Mm -hmm. And then they, it gave them a whole new perspective just with a candy bar. Right. They started asking me for my hydrates, you know, my plant-based uh, shakes. And they started, are you going to bring some more of those candy bars? Are you going to bring some of those chips you had? And, and I think that we just don't know. Mm -hmm. We, if it's not in the house, we're not going to eat it. Right. Mm -hmm. If we don't know about it, we're not going to buy it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like part of that for me is to reach out to the community, reach out to the teachers, reach out to the parents, you know, and, and get together with the women and the girls and have these talks, not so that they could be isolated in a grow girl group, Mm -hmm. but so that they can take the information they learned in the Grow Girl group and take it home mm -hmm. and make their family well. You know, our goal is to touch every home one woman at a time mm -hmm. because we are the engineers, mm -hmm. you know, and hopefully these, these seventh graders will grow up to be great moms and cooks and, and right. they'll throw a little plant-based protein in there, you know, mm -hmm. maybe they'll, they'll think differently about the colors they wear and, and the, the jobs they choose and the people right. they hang around. So, I mean, we cover the entire spectrum of wellness and, and it's just been amazing going into these schools and, and even with the adult women, you know, we've talked about, we've talked about being everything to everybody and, and where do you draw the line? And, you know, and a lot of women look at that as compromising or not living up to mom's, right. you know, expectation or grandmom's you know, her ability to do everything. And what I'm learning as, as I get older and older is that everything we learn doesn't necessarily have to be what we do. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think we hold ourselves to these expectations while well, my mother did it, my grandmother, my aunt, and we don't realize that that was their assignment. Mm -hmm. And we have to decide, are we going to live our assignment? Or are we going to live out their assignment? Right, right, right. You know, and that that's difficult for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, so let's let's switch gears okay. for a minute and talk about Grow Girl from an entrepreneurial standpoint. I know okay. you know you're a nonprofit, mm -hmm. um, but it's it's still entrepreneurship, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> What what are some of the challenges um, that you faced in getting Grow Girl off the ground and, and growing it to the point where it is now? I think a lot of it 
because the nature of what we talk about is personal, mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is trust. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've had to deal with some of the insecurities of women and kind of walk through it with them personally. So some of this, just inviting a woman to a group session, is almost like I have to have a pre-session mm -hmm. beforehand. Right. You can trust this group. This group is safe. Mm -hmm. It's only 10 or 15 people. You know, we try to keep it small. We try to keep it intimate. We also try to keep it in a, a group of women who know one another. Mm -hmm. So whenever we have the sessions, I try not to invite women just off the street that no one knows because then the group may clam up, you know? Right. So I take it very, very seriously, the content, the people we invite, and that we build trust and safety for them first and foremost. Once we do that, then we can get a lot accomplished. You right. know, then the women are like, hey, I want to share. And they feel safe to share. You know, so I think that's the biggest piece for it is just to get the trust of the people. Once we have the trust, then they begin to offer up their services. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, you know what? I cook. You know, I can show people how to make a, a vegan lasagna, you know, and then we'll do a video. And next thing you know, we got women all over the world cooking vegan lasagna, you know. So, it, it, right. And I know I didn't want to make it. I'm going to tell you right now, but when my niece did it and she demonstrated it for us and I was like, wow, I actually do like zucchini. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never done this before, but amen that there was a woman in my life and it just happened to be my niece that is very good at making vegan lasagna, you know, mm -hmm. so we teach each other, you know, we, we get into these circles and, and we build and grow together. We discuss things. It does take a lot of, you know, resources so you know a lot of it started on my own you know i made pamphlets i i, I bought membership t-shirts you know i did a lot of different things zoom calls we had some local events we had to rent some facilities so there's money you know going out and you know eventually i had to learn how do you raise money mm -hmm. you know how do you get sponsors so it started becoming a business within a nonprofit. you know and we eventually were able to raise some money, get some sponsors, give out a thousand dollar scholarship to a healthcare student. And so with the resources, I see now that you can't just, everything can't be just free, free, free. Everything can't be a giveaway. You know, you will have to put some money in, mm -hmm. but as the vision grows, I believe God sends the people that you need to get the job done. Yes, absolutely. So what I like about um, the first part of your answer, and he's talking about building that trust, so that the girls and the women are actually willing to participate. And I think that is so key because um, when you're, you're working in a certain area that requires people to expose themselves and make themselves yes. vulnerable, you have to create that safe space. And I think so many times new entrepreneurs specifically kind of get thrown off, right? Because mm -hmm. they're like, I have this great thing and no one's responding and it very well may be great but it's like you have to give time you have yeah. to allow the time for people to get to know you to know what you're about to know that they can trust themselves with you right Absolutely. so you just can't you your product or service it may be totally transformative but that means people have to take a risk for the transformation, right? Oh, yeah. And we can't discount the necessity 
of that like no trust factor and in the case of like this type of work that trust is even more key to your success and it doesn't come instantly not at all (laughs) you've got to be pouring in and pouring out and giving and connecting and reconnecting until the rapport is built right and it it changes (laughs) as you go it's changing Mm -hmm. because as you know, we as women change, our hormones change, our lives change, our jobs change, our children get older, they move out, they go to college, right. and our emotions are constantly shifting. And, and with me having three kids, I have two in college, one at home, and he's just going into high school, the, the volume of emotions that I've dealt with just in 2020, well, all of us, you know, with this <laughs> pandemic, my two college kids came home, by the way, that was a whole different Mm-hmm. feel in my home you know and so I even had to adjust like am I talking loud you know um you know am I being intentional because you know once you get your space and then it's taken away mm-hmm. you have to check yourself because maybe you're not operating in love maybe you're not operating in wellness right you may not be emotionally stable at that moment right. doesn't mean you're crazy it just means that something shifted and you have to adapt Right. And that that was a lot of what was going on in 2020. Some of the women who I relied upon most, you know, their lives were torn apart. You know, they lost their jobs. They were quarantined. They they really couldn't operate in their gifting like they were before. They couldn't operate in their their sweet spot. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I would call and I, in need of that sweet spot. And they would say, honey, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, well, who's supposed to do it? I can't do it. You know what I mean? So I found myself doing things that I wasn't even prepared to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I can talk about spiritual wellness. I can talk about emotional wellness. And because I'm a physician assistant, I've worked for 25 years in healthcare. I can talk about all kinds of healthcare issues. But then I'm not about to sit up and pretend that I know about money. You know, (laughs) I I like it. I like spending it. I like saving it. But other than that, I can't help you, right? My husband's a financial advisor, amen. You know, so I married a guy that knew money. I don't have to pay bills. So, you know, but it's amazing how we, you know, we get into these these purposes and, and, you know, we get into these LLCs that God gave us these visions to do these things. And then we realize, wow, I'm being stretched at the same time. I'm growing at the same time. I never envisioned myself talking to young women and girls about post-traumatic sex disorder right (laughs) you know and but because as young women go to college they go through a lot of trauma Mm -hmm. they go through a lot of dating issues that they never thought they would have to deal with Mm -hmm. and their moms may have thought that they explained all this stuff to them before they left right i thought i explained it all to my daughter Right, right. <laughs> but then one day she called me and said, hey, mom, you didn't tell me this. You didn't mm-hmm. tell me that. And I felt bad, like, wow. So then what I do, I get a pen and pad and I write it down. Young college girls need this. Mm-hmm. Right. We need to have this discussion. Who are the people that I can call in that have expertise in this area mm-hmm. that can help me with that? Mm-hmm. And, and God always comes through he always sends the right people you know to help with whatever topic it is so I'm grateful for that yes yes now where do you see grow girl five years from now 
five years from now, my goal is to actually have cluster groups. You know, I want Grow Girls to actually not need me. You know, I want to oversee. I would love to do some travel, you know, and help plant different clusters. Mm -hmm. But my goal is really to have these growth sessions all across the country, you know, in little small pockets, you know, where women decide that they personally need it and they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. you know and and it doesn't even to me i'm like hey you don't even have to call it grow girl but i want to understand that this is a growth session that we're having right. and at least once a month you know i'm encouraging women to find your 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 inner circle of women you know if that's your family you know great your sisters or your cousins or if that's co-workers or if that's your you know your your group that you decided okay we're the moms of the soccer team or we're the you know whatever that close group is that you trust that's the group you need to be talking to, mm -hmm. you know, because we're not going to open up to everybody. So, you know, you can't just randomly se select those who you want to be in confidence with, right? You have to be very intentional choosing those people and magic happens in those rooms. I tell you magic is happening. And, and I want this to go everywhere. You know, I want to plant in DC. We were actually right before the quarantine, we were planning in DC and we had to cancel everything, you know, and our Atlanta event actually was moved from a location in Atlanta to a Zoom call. Okay. So we've still been getting it done, you know, but it's nice to be face to face with the women and them to come together in these little clusters. And, and more importantly, when they're done, they debrief, they follow up and then they call me and say, hey, this is how it went. And we talk about it. We learn more. We grow more. We say, hey, next time you have a session, add this or talk about that. And I'll give you an example. Um, even as the founder having these growth sessions, I, um, there are people that come that will bring things up where I learn something. Mm -hmm. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm you, you know, I'm not here to teach you everything, you know, that you never learn. Mm -hmm. I'm here to learn with you from you and to hopefully bring something to the table as well. Awesome. So as we come to the close of our time together, um, I do know that there is an opportunity for women to partner with Grow Girl, whether that is as a sponsor or as a member. So can you just share a little bit about how they can do that? Um, well, if they go to our website, it is growgirl, G-R-O-W-G-U-R-L.org, or they can actually go to growgirl.com. Either one will take them to the website. Mm -hmm. And on the main page, if they just scroll to the bottom, there's a, a tab for you to click to donate. There's a, a join tab and the join will take you to the application and donation will take you to our PayPal. Mm -hmm. And when they do either of those, what do they get? <laughs> so as a member, really, I tell people, you don't really have to pay to join, but some people will, they'll pay um, as a student. You know, it, it's, it's a discounted fee. Most of the time we, you know, we don't even make the students pay. I tell them don't. Every now and then they'll say, no, I wanna make a donation. So we'll say, okay, you know, pay 10, 15, whatever. But new members is 30 and then renewal every year is 25. Mm -hmm. You know, with that, I try to send our women, you know, a package that says welcome, you know, so they get a free t-shirt, they get maybe a free mug or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then we just try to each quarter we try to touch base with those women. How you doing? How's your life? You got anything new going? Is there something we could promote for you? Is there something you need prayer for? You know, so we just try to stay in communication with our members, but it's not a whole lot you have to do as a member. We just ask for participation. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. 
So how can the women who are tuning in connect with you online? Now, either way, they can um, reach me by email. So my email, I wanted to give that out for people who are looking to have growth sessions in their city or if they just want to talk about, you know, more of what we do. Mm -hmm. It's Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A dot Gilbert, G-I-L-B-E-R-T at growgirl.com. And I'm also on Instagram. It's real grow girl spelled with a U. And my Twitter is growgirl, just G-R-O-W-G-U-R-L. And I'm also on Facebook as Grow Girl Grow. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so I am so glad that we had this time together to learn more about Grow I am Girl. Too. Um, I think it's an awesome resource that I'm hoping our listeners will take advantage of. Um, but thank I hope you. So. Thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. Thank you for joining us for Women Who Launch and Lead with Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and leave your positive review so we can continue to bring you impactful and powerful content. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Coach Sharita. Learn more about how you can work with Dr. Sharita at SharitaWeatherspoon.com. As always, learn, launch, lead.